0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of That 30-ish Life. And we are your your host. My name is Kristen.
1: And hey, it's Rashawn,
0: And we are a podcast for sophisticated women in their 30s who are all about self-improvement and all the ish that comes with it. So, before we get started... Rashawn has a very inspirational quote that she'd like to share to get us started with
1: our discussion Okay, our quote of the day comes from Mr. George Washington Carver And it says 99% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses And I think that this quote completely resonates with our topic today That we're going to discuss and I thought it would be something that I should definitely share
0: Absolutely. I know excuses are something that I'm typically always coming up with to find a way out of getting something done, which brings us to the topic of starting something and not finishing it. And I know for a lot of us, especially women who who we are as women, we're trying to improve our lives and trying to go into a forward movement. And sometimes we hit these brick walls and we have a tendency to give up or step away. And I think what's important is to keep your eye on the prize, on the vision, and what your why you started in the first place and why you had this idea in the first place and, and to keep pushing toward that. And so today we're going to share some things about in our personal lives that we've started but have yet to finish and why we think that we've hit these brick walls and what we're doing about getting past that because we know that it's about self-sabotage which is an extension to what we discussed in our very last episode if you haven't checked that episode out please go back and check out episode two which is all about self-sabotage and you can kind of get a little bit of a sneak preview as to what we've already started in this discussion
1: Mm Exactly. Um, Kristen, as you were talking about that as far as expanding on um, self-sabotage and starting something and not finish, I think this is actually something I prayed to, about today and it reminds me of the story of the Israelites um, being lost in the wilderness for 40 years and if they would have been obedient to God they would have made it to their destination within seven days. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Mm-hmm. And I remember just praying, sitting there praying to God and said, God I don't want to be an Israelite. I don't want to be wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. Because right now I just feel like I'm wandering in circles without a destination, without a purpose. And what you have in store for me may take me seven days or a year to get to. But since I'm not laser focused or have no direction, it may take me... 20 or 40 years to actually get there Mm -hmm. you know and 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 just from there kind of figuring out why you know like last last week as far as my story was as far as always starting a project and giving up and my most last the last one was Greatness to Movement which was supposed to be a project that I wanted to inspire people toward their purpose from storytelling by having individuals that I felt that are living in their purpose and have them tell their story, share their story as far as how they recognize what they're supposed to be, do as far as their purpose and their journey as far as getting there because I feel as if stories are are powerful, they have have ability as far as people connect to stories and that's what I wanted to do but I, I ran in a roadblock as far as finding individuals to share their stories they thought it was a good idea but people that I thought were my friends I asked them to do it and it was like it was almost as if I was pulling teeth for them to share their story and since I ran into that roadblock I just gave up
0: you know I really I really that part about when you said it was pulling teeth and getting them to share their story I think that's what you know, people are afraid of is being transparent and open about maybe some things that have uh, derailed them from their purpose or from their journey. But I, I think differently now that I'm expanding into this podcast and writing this book and Trying some other endeavors that sharing your story is powerful, and mm-hmm. that we all have all these flaws and things that we're working on, and it's part of our process and that's what resonates with people is when you are in that transparent state and can be vulnerable to share and I think that would have been an awesome platform mm-hmm. to see different stories being told and and how those lives have trans transitioned you know from you know where they came, what they had gone through into where they are now so what would motivate you to get back in that because I don't from I think that what you have is great and you know it's unfortunate that you know even though the people didn't want to share that you have to stop doing what you're doing I think that you can even share pieces of your story and hopefully that would motivate people to share theirs and then they can see that oh by you know this is what she's what she's talking about these are some things that she's
1: looking for and maybe that would encourage them to share as well exactly I think doing a podcast has really helped me as far as developing my voice I've been writing a lot more than what I used to and and I think that has I think will help me because I've been a little bit more open as far as sharing who I am the struggles that I go through um and maybe through sharing my personal stories maybe that will help as far as if I reach out to someone and and ask them to share their story as well um so I think that's this podcast has really been helping me with that maybe I can start with like you said sharing my personal stories and that maybe that will expand as far as getting other people to share theirs Mm -hmm. and I think even if you just got started on one of your social
0: media Mm -hmm. platforms for your your group and, you know, expand on that and start attracting people that may be out of your friend circle. A lot of times when you're stepping out of your comfort zone and doing things as a visionary would do, you have to look at outside of what our circle of comfort is and, and get to reach other audiences that we typically wouldn't be bold enough to do, you know. So I'm so glad that the podcast has opened up those doors for you and I'm hoping that The next episode that we have, you have some exciting news to share about how your stories have resonated with people, and maybe by then somebody else, even from the podcast could have you know chimed in and are able to share their exact story because I think it's very much it's so necessary right. I think a lot of healing goes into storytelling you know when I read people 's stories on Instagram or Facebook some just seeing some of their transitions is really healing and com- and affirming. And confirmation, you know, just to see, wow, look at how God works through other people. I know he's going to do it for me. Or look where this person has come from, and I see the the, the glory of God on their lives. So always very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you
1: should definitely get that started again. Yeah, and one thing that I remember we were talking about your book. Yeah. How it's been <laughs> been a process as far as years. Years. years and now you're getting to the point that it's edited is being edited and then it's going to be released but one thing I think that I got to learn more about you was whenever you were telling me some of the what you wrote about because you know we were talking about stories you were telling me about the your experiences about relationships or maybe other things like <laughs> you told us like you told me a story and I was like oh me too me too okay. me too me yeah. too uh-huh. you know and I think sometimes people think that they're the only ones going through a mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. and then you someone like you you told me something and I was like oh my gosh me too and it yeah. made me not think what I thought that I experienced or something I did wasn't something that I did alone and I wasn't ashamed about it anymore right so can you tell me a little bit tell everyone a little bit more about your journey as far as writing this book
0: yeah you are so right about that years thing and it's I can't even be ashamed anymore because I think it's just a part of the process Mm -hmm. and things happen for a reason in time Mm -hmm. but just to give a little background so about three and a half years ago I came up with this idea to write a little bit about my background, my story with brokenness and relationships mm-hmm. and how I used relationships as uh to fill a gap in my life because I was I was not I didn't know my worth, I didn't know who I was. I did not feel good about myself, and so I got into a lot of situationships or relationships, whatever you want to call it, and made a lot of reckless decisions with my body with my life and that was based all on the whole concept of not not knowing myself so the story based is based off of a series of events and i also transition it with ways of how i overcome came some of those issues and how i was able to step more into my purpose mm-hmm. which is what I had always been seeking all along but I didn't realize it because I was looking for more more that was in me but I was seeking it getting validation or seeking love and validation from other people especially men so with the process of starting I think for me initially I was afraid to release it because it could have been finished year two years ago actually But I think I was afraid of what people were going to think. And I think still a part of me is afraid of that. But I've gotten to the point where it's not about me anymore. This story has to get out because it's going to heal someone else. There's another woman out there or a young girl that's developing into a woman that's going to need to hear this story. And maybe that can save her life in some aspects. Maybe she doesn't have to go down the same road that I do or maybe this will resonate with the woman who's dealing with this now or just came out of a situation is trying to figure out how to jump into figuring out what life really means for her. Mm-hmm. And so I had to let my ego go and realize that this is not about me, my pride, what are people going to think. You know, it's about it's deeper than that. It's from coming from a healing place because when I was writing it, I realized how much hurt and pain and confusion I dealt with throughout my life. And how healing the process was to even just write it out on paper and just to kind of get it out there. And the other healing and affirming part is to actually share it with a complete stranger that doesn't know me. But just that has been a bold step, you know. So I think another thing was I was afraid of success in some way. You know, how is this, you know, where, what is this, this going to do for me? Is it going to put me on mm-hmm. some platform or am I gonna get all this attention or what what's gonna happen or am I not gonna get an attention is it rejection. I was I had so many different variables success, rejection, um you know, what are people gonna think not feeling I deserve it, maybe my writing isn't good enough, Mm -hmm. who's gonna actually buy it. So I had a lot of these questions that were going through my head and my suggestion to you who are listening, if you are dealing with something right now or let's say you have a project or you know, a book, for example, that you want to get out there but you're not even sure how to start or when to release it or you're having all these doubts or insecurities about it, mm-hmm. look deeper in yourself and ask what What was your reason for doing this in the first place and who is this going to heal? Who is this Whose life is this going to change? Even if it's just one life, you know, who is this going to resonate with and manifest? And how is this going to help you get closer to your purpose, get closer in obedience with God and help you to get past this crazy cycle of self-sabotage and procrastination, you know. Because that has to end if we're going to continue to make progress in our lives. And so that's what I had to come down to. I had to really make that decision. This is what I want to do. I'm going to do it regardless of how painful it may seem, how uncomfortable it is. And, what people, you know, no matter what people think, I have to release this book in obedience to my purpose.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, and you touched on something as far as feeling as if you're deserving, and that's something I have to think about when it came to my project or projects that I I work on. Why do I start a project and not finish it? Do I feel as if I'm not deserving? Do I feel as if I'm not deserving of success? Am I feeling as if I'm des- not deserving as far as having something of my own? It, it, it becomes scary, um, or feeling as if I'm not capable or smart enough or where do I find the resources? And, you know, you, like George Washington Carver says that we find a million of excuses as far as not to do something. And we talk ourselves out of possibly having major success or having a successful business or, or writing a book or whatever it is, is, you know, I, we disqualify ourselves, and and I do that so many occasions, oh, I can't do this. I, I, I don't do this instead of just getting focused in areas that I don't know something, find, seeking out the resources and finding someone to help me.
0: Yeah. You know, when you were
1: speaking,
0: Rashawn, the main thing that kept popping out of my head was fear. Mm-hmm. And I think where all these variables that we talked about with success or we're deserving or we're capable or what people mm-hmm. think, all boils down to fear, which is procrastination. And it's just like we have access to all these things and we have the power within us, but we are either not allowing us to, to tap into that, mm-hmm. that that boldness and that greatness that we have within us because it's in both of us it's in it's in everybody everybody has that potential to do whatever they set their mind out to and if it became an idea or dream you have the capability to do it and it's just a matter of using I know you mentioned about the resources now that's one thing that's gotten me in the past too not feeling like I either have the money to do it exactly maybe I don't know how to get started maybe it's a business I don't know how to obtain a license or how to get um my 501c3 status because the, I'll, I'll tap onto that in a minute because I had actually wanted to start a non-profit but I got very overwhelmed at the process of even getting started and I started hearing all about grant funding and how to apply for grants and I thought well I've never even applied for a grant before so how am I going to do that and so I just kind of gave up and I think that's where we don't go the step further to do the research or to look farther past what's in front of us but to realize that in order to get to this bigger this higher level in our lives or what we're trying to attain, that we will have to go above and beyond you know what we're typically used to the
1: comfort zone that we're used to yeah being. and not only that that it takes time mm-hmm, I think true. whenever you were mentioned I was like oh my gosh that's so much to do and and I think that becomes overwhelming and you're like I'm just gonna give up and I think that part of that is because we live in such an instantaneous society that we want everything right now. And it's unrealistic. Yes, there's a maybe a million things that needs to be done, but we have to realize and break it down and say, okay, well, I'm going to just do this one thing at one time. And once I get that one thing done, I'm going to move on to the next process. But instead, we look at the Fifty things or 200 things that need to be done and say oh my gosh I can't do that and we just give up and I'm so guilty of that even with trying to develop an app that I'm trying to do I think there's a million of one things that I need to do and I feel as if I need to do them right now and it's unrealistic and I need to focus on one thing finish that one task and then move on to the next thing and maybe if I did that and even if it takes a year or two years to get it done at least I get it done and I accomplish a goal. Instead of just giving up because I have 50 things or a million and one things that I have to do. I think that, that that's another reason why as well. Why I give up.
0: Yeah, I think it's the overwhelming aspect of th- th- thinking, excuse me, that you have to do everything at one time. What I do, I like to write things down and I keep a, a note kind of mm-hmm. checklist. I I try to... I kind of just put my notes all over the place but then try to go back and say okay well this is what I need to do first mm-hmm. second you know third I know we've talked about this before with the to-do list so maybe you know with something big like the app for example you know schedule you know monthly monthly goal uh, goal setting I guess maybe that's the best mm-hmm. word to use um, maybe set a goal a month a goal per month or per every two weeks or however Mm -hmm. you want to do it Mm -hmm. whatever works for your schedule and work in that time frame and be patient with yourself you know like you said it's it's all about time time and Mm -hmm. putting the time in but it's also about being patient and knowing that it's a process to develop something great in that Mm -hmm. it's a new thing so it of course it's going to require research and more time to actually get it off the ground but it is possible. And when you put those small those small little goals in place that lead up to your big goal, it won't look so overwhelming. And then you'll look up six months later like, wow, I have this app that I thought was impossible to achieve six months later because I set this goal. And have an accountability partner. I think um, we've also mentioned that in the past, too, that keeps you on track. Like, I'm so thankful for you with this podcast because it's definitely something that I feel is so necessary. But I wouldn't have been halfway as far as I am now without a partner and I know you wouldn't have been probably halfway Mm -hmm. as far without a partner so we work together to make sure that it happens and it's sustained so make sure that you do that as well with your app and with your empowerment storytelling group I really think that's that's something that both of those things need to definitely
1: birth out Mm -hmm. but I'm going to be completely honest I have to focus on one thing Okay. I honestly, I can do the app and the greatness of movement at the same thing okay. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing as well that we need to talk about as far as procrastination is working on too many things at one time and you get lost. And that keeps you from getting anything, getting anything done. done. And I, there are some great people who can do multiple projects. But for me, myself, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast, the greatness of movement and do an app. Mm hmm. I can do the podcast and something else, but other than that, I can do all three at one, at one time and I have to figure out which one, like you said, as far as prioritize my projects and see as far as what I feel is best for me and move on with that certain project and and put the other one on the shelf. And whenever I accomplish that one, whether it's the app or greatness, the movement, okay, now it's time to take the other one off the shelf and do that as well.
0: Mm -hmm. No, that's a good point. I think, yeah, I think if you do, if you spread yourself too thin, you can't put that much energy into the same equal amount of energy into everything. Something is going to have, get the, the, the short end of the stick, basically, you know, as you're putting more energy into something else. So I think i agree with you you know and you know your you know your your limit and i think everybody has to know their limit you know maybe maybe you're a person that can only do one thing at a time or maybe there's somebody out there can do five things at a time bless their heart and be able to manage them with equal amount of energy but i think that is a good self-care tip is to know what you can manage successfully and effectively not just getting something out there, but to make sure that it's effective and as powerful as you initially wanted it to be. And that takes energy, time, effort, patience, all that stuff uh, together, which brings me to my mom's group. You know, I started that last year. Mm -hmm. My vision for it was to provide a kind of like a sister circle for single moms. And that idea came about three years ago. It seems like everything came three years ago, but um, that was when my biggest epiphany was happening because I had moved overseas at the time and I was like in this wilderness state of my life. I had just came out of a really, really bad toxic relationship and I was just kind of finding myself, finding God, finding my purpose and all this stuff kind of came on me at once which is this I, one of the things that came came to me was this idea of starting a the moms group. And so I actually had an event last Mother's Day in 2017 and it was really intimate and it, it, it turned out greater than I expected, actually, and it was very uh, empowering. But thank And thank you, by the way, for being there to help support I me through it. it. But I started something, and I didn't finish it. So mm. my goal for that was to do a monthly meetup, you know, to have every month a different topic or activity or event, something to focus on to help empower mothers in the community, you know, especially women of color, because I think – that one thing I feel like is missing is we are lacking knowledge about what resources that we have available in the community and how we can better help ourselves and our families, because you know, not saying to to that we're gonna always be single or without you know being married, but that is our current state single mothers, and so providing a open intimate group. That women can share stories and empower others, and and do activities together, even with our children, um, and to also have a place and a safe space to be able to share, to share resources, and to uplift each other. So, I would like to restart that, and I think I need to revisit some of the reasons why I really wanted to in the first place, and try my best to combat those thoughts that come in my mind about. Oh, this is too hard. Who's going to attend? What am I going to talk about? Do I have the money to do this? Do I have the resources to do that? And just do it. And you were one of my inspirations because I know I had every excuse in the book about location, about who to invite, how much to charge for that, if I should even charge for that, if I should talk about this or should I do that. And you were just saying, just do it. You know, even if you have to have something at your house, just get it started and everything will fall in place. So I think with all that being said, it's just going back to the original statement of starting something, not finishing it, realizing that it's not about us necessarily, mm-hmm. the ego and the pride, but about who is this, whose lives are going to be affected by our obedience to our purpose. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I think just listening to you speak, I think I need to make a decision as far as what I want to do rather it be pick up greatness to movement or move forward with the app and really focus really have a conversation with myself and say why did I do start Greatness to Movement? where where was that idea inspired from? And I think it was just I wanna help inspire people and speak life into people because i felt as if that's something that was missing for my life and how differently my life would be today if i had someone to do that and as far as what was my reasoning as far as doing an app as far as a, a dating app i've used them before i think that technology i think technology as far as online dating apps as far as being a, a busy Professional women, it's hard to find individuals, and as a black woman, I think it's really hard and what are missing? what are things that I felt that are missing on current dating apps that are out there, but is that where my heart is? Is it because I want it because of money or or get into like the whole technology thing was What was my reasoning behind that and I think if I really figure out which one means more and which one I'm more passionate about, I can move forward with passion and take a, take out of the monetary thing. Like, oh, how this can make me a billionaire. Take it out that and just really follow through as far as what's my passion.
0: Hmm, that's a really good point. I think money, yes, that is definitely a motivation. But at the end of the day, you have to do something that is truly in your heart. Mm-hmm. That regardless if you're getting mm-hmm. monetary uh, feedback or not, that you will still do it because that's something that's in your heart and that you love to do. So that is definitely some food for thought. Something that you should take some time to really think about. You know, think about mm-hmm. the next where you want to see yourself in the next few months or few weeks, and and think about how the direction that your life is going in now what's a better fit for you. And what what do you think? You know where your energy would would better be? You know because I think it's all about getting also we get ourselves involved in these projects, making sure that it is it speaking to where we are right now and how it's helping us transition even more into who who we're every day evolving into. Because I think every day is is we are evol- evolving, you know. That's the one one powerful thing about life about god, about purposes that we're constantly evolving. So, you know, picking that thing that is going to help you continuously evolve in life. So, all right.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you'd like to expand upon as far as
0: I just want to motiv- Yeah, I just want to motivate anybody who's listening. Um we appreciate you by the way for taking the time out to listen to us, but just to go for it. You know, don't let your fear or your doubts or worry or anxiety, a feeling that you're not good enough or that you're not capable enough or worried about what others will think or if you're going to have the resources just do it. If this is something that you're passionate about, if you think that it will if this is something that you feel that you're supposed to be doing, make an action plan for yourself. Set those goals, set a timeline, get an accountability partner. And get it done I know it's easier said than done But that's the best way I speak to myself Is just to really kind of get real And talk to myself And make it plain and clear On a piece of paper And try to get past that fear You know I think Mm -hmm. that's a goal That I'm going to work on this week For my mom's group Is just to do it Plan that event that I've been wanting to plan For the last couple of months And not keep
1: procrastinating about it Just do it exactly you know and my takeaway is self-reflection and really figuring out what I want to move forward with and just taking action like you said write an action plan what are my steps and following a plan and doing it um but yeah this was good it really had me think about just things in my personal life what I need to do
0: yeah it was really good to reflect on this and it was a a good refresher and a good reminder to pick up where where we left on
1: exactly definitely a motivation and my whole thing is if this can help one person you've it, done your job I've done, done my, my your, job mm-hmm. and I think that people this is something that a lot of people can relate to Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. absolutely all right, and this leads us into um, just our self-care moment before we end our podcast. And I think this really goes hand-in-hand hand as far as the topic. This week, I had some challenges. And I remember telling a coworker, my life is falling apart. I was being dramatic. My life is falling apart. My app group fell apart, and she said, shine." what have you been working on what have we been working on and it was the power of words Mm -hmm. and one thing that i've been reading as far as genesis 1 1 is that looking at how the world was created god spoke this world into existence and if we don't realize that our words have power our words have the ability to create anything that we have rather is our cell phones someone spoke that you know it was a thought and someone spoke that into existence so me saying that my life was falling apart I was speaking that into existence she was like change your words and I said okay I'm so sorry you're so you're very right I said I'm dealing with some challenges right now and they are making me feel this way so just regardless of what you're going through and how bad it is be intention be very specific, be intentional as far as what you, what, how you, what you say, because your words have power to create the world that you live in. That's what my self, my moment as far as self-care is very, be very conscious on the words that you speak.
0: Wow. I, I thank you for sharing that transparent moment and I completely agree with you. I think words are so powerful and it will make a difference on what how you manifest what manifests in your life and I know that I had a, a very hard, difficult emotional week this week and I found myself a couple of times literally on my floor crying about some things that I'm personally dealing with and how I was thinking in that moment, felt a little defeated. But then I got up, and I looked myself in the mirror, and I spoke over myself. I said, no, Kristen, you're going to be just fine. And everything is going to work out the way that it should. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I had to Mm self-encourage. Those were the words I had to go back and reflect on within myself. I had to pick myself up, look myself dead in the face, and say, no, you're going to be okay. And that was powerful in itself because it helped me get through the rest of my day. And it's also important what you say to other people and how you influence other people because I think one day this week I posted something and it was very inspiring and I got feedback from someone that said, oh, that really helped me. I needed that. And in that very moment, it lived in my spirits because I knew that that was what I was feeling that at that particular time and someone else could have heard those words too. And just in that very moment, someone's life was was changed a little because they felt more inspired or good about themselves or felt healed or felt that there was something in those words that were healing to them. And that made me in turn manifested within me more confidence and more feeling less of the defeat that I had felt earlier in the week, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's important what we speak over ourselves, what we speak to other people, what we put out in the universe and you know, all that stuff will come back you know the energy that you put out will come back to you so yeah thank you so much for sharing that self-care message
1: all right well guys we gotta go and we love to hear from you we want you to subscribe to our podcast we're on anchor we're on itunes mm-hmm. um definitely follow us on our social media as far as facebook that 30th life podcast and instagram that 30th life podcast um, email us at that 30 life podcast at gmail.com we also have a website as well yeah
0: absolutely and follow our personal pages too if you want to get a little bit more insight on our personal lives um i am on instagram at miss
1: black expat and i'm just Rashawn l r-a-c-h-o-n-l and then as far as we'll have our links to our pages facebook and our and definitely our website, um, we have that link as far as posted um, in the on the podcast. Right.
0: Yes, absolutely. So thank you so much for listening to this third episode of on um, that thirtieth light, and we look forward to hearing from you. Make sure to leave any comments, subscribe, and we'll talk to you very very soon. All right.